Hey everyone, it's Teacher Mike here and you're listening to my podcast and I'm super, super happy and honored that you are here. You can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on YouTube, you can find me on Snapchat and Twitter. Mostly I'll be on Instagram, Twitter and now definitely YouTube. So just look for me there. It's Teacher Mike and enjoy today's episode. Hey everyone, it's Teacher Mike here and welcome to the podcast. Today we have a special, amazing guest, Caio Botura. Bro, first question before we start. In English, people say Caio or they say Caio. How do they say your name? Bro, they don't know how to say my name at all. <laughs> like not even my wife because uh, she, she's American and yeah. she says, like she knows, of course, how it's pronounced because she hears it all the time and stuff. Yeah. And I, I taught her, but she says Caio. They Caio. can't. They, <laughs> All their O's is like, oh, you yeah, know, it's, they can't just say Kayo. Yeah, but, it's so hard for them. Yeah, I, I thought they would say Kyle. But no, yeah. but like the, the thing is, um, some of them say Kyle when they hear me saying Kayo. Mm -hmm. But the problem is that when they're going to read it, they don't know how to say it. They say Kayo, Chow. A lot of them say Chow. Yeah. You know, but they always say KO or like yeah. uh, they don't even know what to say. So I always <laughs> just, I always just straight up say it. And I never like every time someone like asks, okay, first name, like for anything that you're going to do, doctors, whatever. Yeah. I always spell it. I never even try to say it. I don't mm -hmm. say like first name Kayo because they don't, they're never going to get never it. Never going to get it. So I just go C-A-I-O. <laughs> I, I just spell it. I just spell my name all the time. All right, bro. So of course, a lot of people know who you are. Uh, but just as a, you know, just to start off, tell us a little bit about who you are and what are you doing right now? What are your current projects right now? Uh, so, I mean, very I'm, quickly, uh, <laughs> uh, um, I, I'm a bodybuilding athlete. Uh, I became pro in the natural division NGA and now I'm not, I'm not natural anymore. And I became a pro in, uh, GBO, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get my pro card in the IFBB, which is the biggest organization. Mm -hmm. And, and I just love the sport. So like I started a YouTube channel in 2014 when I was still in college here in the US. Uh, just, you know, uh, giving out information about everything that relates to fitness. And uh, I mean, I, I do so many things, you know, I have my podcast, I have my eBooks that I sell. I mm -hmm. wrote a lot of eBooks. I have a lot of projects. I have a course about uh, digital marketing where I teach people how to, you know, like make money on the internet. Like I did. Mm -hmm. I also have uh, just launched my newest project, which, which is the university Maromba. Yes. Maromba university. Yeah, Maromba university. <laughs> so cool. And, and, and it's just like a big, big ass project that I think is just the start of it. Like we already have almost 3000 students in less than, I mean, in a week insane, uh, of insane. launch. And I think that's just the beginning. I think this is going to become big, bigger and bigger, you know, like it's not just on online university. We want to go to Brazil and do workshops all around the country. We want to do like, we want to publish scientific articles because we have professors that do that, that are PhDs and um, they, they have published many articles before. So they, they know all the ins and outs and, and what we need to do. So it's, it's just a start, man. I mean, this is going to be probably the project that I'm going to work on for the rest of my life. And that's going to get me, you know, the financial stability that I need uh, for the rest of my life. So cool, bro. Um, I have a bunch of questions, but I think I'm going to free ball it. When you say it's just the start, do you feel yourself in a position where you're just beginning? 
although you've you've accomplished a lot do you feel like you're just in the start of your career Mm, no, I don't. I don't feel like I'm just starting my career, because, um, like you said, I've accomplished a lot really young. So I, I've accomplished the the bigger goals that I think anybody has in life. You know, like mm. make a million reels, buy their own house, um, mm. get married. Um, you know, like uh, not not having any debt and mm -hmm. just like graduating from college. I graduated from college in the United States, uh, becoming uh, an authority in my field of fitness, yeah. you know, like uh, getting a million followers on YouTube. I've accomplished a lot of things that yeah. I think are amazing. Of course, I'm not satisfied. Of course, I'm not going to stop here. Uh, but my biggest goal is just to be like a present father. You know, I don't want to be that guy that's working 24-7 when you have kids and you can't have time for them. That's so um, cool, bro. So, so my, my main goal is just to make as much money as possible right now, just to make the most of my career right now. And not, it's not just about money, you know, it's about impacting lives, changing mm -hmm. lives and doing that. Because whenever I have a child, uh, of course, I'm going to still be doing everything that I do. But I want to be able to like uh, participate in their life, you know, in all the important moments and be there and help them and just be a very tight and, and close family. Dude, that is so cool. I think that's probably mm -hmm. the biggest goal everyone should try to aim for. You have all your career and everything there, but I think what is the highest good you can give is giving a, a great family and a great support. Yeah, that's that's always been my main goal, you know, just getting married, having kids, having a family. I don't know why, but since I was a kid, since I was a teenager, I always wanted that, you know? Uh, and I feel like, I feel like life life begins when you have a kid you know ah, that's you, so cool you, you feel like a, you have a purpose in the world when you when you have a kid and you have someone else that you have to take care of uh i mean i might be wrong a lot of people might look at it different but i just feel like you know that's what what i'm here to do and of course i mean my life is not just about my kids it's about everything that i do that i try to like uh, teach, educate, motivate, you know, like everything that I do on the internet, it's not because of the money, money is just a consequence because I do everything with love mm -hmm. and being able to like change so many lives, you know, I get messages every day about, Hey, I got out of depression or like you motivated me to go after my dreams and like uh, start studying what I really love. And uh, I'm much happier now or whatever it is, like is, is just good knowing that I'm in this earth to, to make a change and i've been i've been able to do that being able to like leave a legacy you know yeah dude that is so cool um how about you since you you were talking a little bit about your teenage years you always wanted that uh, talking a little bit about your teenage years uh, how was the leap from like being amateur to deciding and committing to become a full bodybuilding professional was was there a moment for example with arnold schwarzenegger it was that moment where he saw the the guy becoming the, 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 what was the, the actor, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so for you, what was it that happened that made you think, okay, I want to become a bodybuilding professional? Was a specific moment? Honestly, I've, I never really like thought, thought like that, you know, like I never was like, I'm going to be a pro. Like, uh -huh. of course I did. But when I started working out, I was in my exchange program in Bermuda. Yeah. And I, I just wanted to be, big and look good you know just to impress girls i mean <laughs> 90 percent of guys go to the gym because of that you know like yeah. i just i just want to do that because i my friend my sister 
had a friend in high school that did that. He went to the United States for a year. Yeah. He came back. He was ugly as hell, right? <laughs> and like he came back and he was huge. He was like, he looked good, right? He nice. was huge. He was shredded. And all the girls were talking about him my sister even just like oh my god he's so hot and like my sister sister used to say that he was ugly and whatever right so i wanted to be that guy because um it's not just being like big and stuff but it's that impact you know you leave for a year nobody is talking about you nobody like people forgot about you and you come back and all they want to talk is about you because you changed so much if you came back looking like you always did Mm -hmm. i mean fine you have an experience to talk about but you know like when you like if i started working out in in high school and not did that exchange program i would get bigger but people wouldn't notice as much because they would see me every day they would see the progression little mm-hmm. by little so at the end they would just be like oh yeah that's kyle he's like strong but it yeah oh shit look how big <laughs> you know you you, you left uh, brazil lo- looking a little bit lean and then you you came back like a, bro like i was very skinny. very much bigger I, yeah i was you, you. i was i was skinny i was super skinny and i came back 20 pounds bigger um and still like lean and people uh, that that's what happened everybody was talking about it. everybody was like oh my god look at kyle look how he looks and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and everybody saying that was taking steroids and whatever but uh it was just cool you know but I mean, of course, I just wasn't doing just because of that. I was doing because I actually fell in love with the sport. Mm-hmm. You know, I was working out every day. I, I loved every single minute of it. I, like, I was in school all day, and every single second, I was thinking about what I was going to do at the gym later. So there. cool. No, I have... Yeah. I have two questions on that. Uh, the first one, because you talk a lot about that, about doing that every day. And I want to talk about discipline. But before you said about the steroids and I, I was hearing another interview you had and you told the girl that you, your dad didn't really like the fact that you were taking whey or creatine and they took you to the doctor. Yeah. So my dad, like, <laughs> bro, he, <laughs> he was so scared of everything. Like he didn't know. That's the problem. People don't know. You know, they just don't know how weight is, what creatine is. And they hear all the stories about like on the media or, oh, someone told me this guy took creatine and died, you know? Like, <laughs> and, and, and bro, I would, I, I would hide my supplements in my closet. And yeah, they took me to a doctor and they did all the exams possible. Like, you know, you're going to do the blood test, the heart yeah. exam, yeah. whatever. And, and one of the doctors, bro, like not joking, he looked at me, he was like, do you take away uh-huh. that steroids? You should stop taking that. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, bro? You're a doctor. How can you even say that? Exactly. And that's, that's what I think. And then, and then you said that you found like an article online to try to convince your dad. Um, yeah, yeah. I actually found an article, like a scientific article about creatinine. Cause uh, that's, that's one of the things that's usually high in people that work out mm-hmm. and, it's, it's not really like healthy if, you, if, you, if you're just a normal person if you have mm-hmm. that high levels it's not good but mm-hmm. if you work out and take a lot of protein and just has a lot of lean mass uh that that's gonna happen it's normal right and i had to find an article saying that saying that there's a lot of misdiagnosis because of it <laughs> and just it just uh my dad still didn't believe me he 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 wouldn't believe me man because i mean um he just, you know, 
he was like, I don't understand this article. It's all in English and it's hard. And I'm trust the doctor because parents are parents. They yeah. always be like that. You know, they're always going to be like, oh, no, like you're trying to I mean, just, you know, they think I was just trying to like make them let me take the supplements. But yeah. that was reality. And I was just a kid, you know, I was just a stupid, like 17, 18 year old. Yeah. So how are you going to trust a 17 year old? Um, and not a doctor to, compared to a doctor, you know, yeah. a cardiologist. Yeah. Yeah. That is a, that is a really cool story. And was that article full on English? Yeah. Like every time I study, I got uh, English articles, you know, like I, I never, I never even Googled in Portuguese mm -hmm. by that time because all the, you know, newest information were all in English and you had the best sources in English. So, yeah. This is one thing I always tell my students is that a lot of people don't have the motivation to study, but I always tell them like, if you want newest information possible, mm -hmm. English is the way always to go. And that is a yeah. really cool thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, first of all, you know, uh, all the other countries are a little behind in terms of technology and science, you know, mm -hmm. just like we're not doing the same studies right now. We don't have the same resources to do those studies. Um, so when the U S does it, it takes years to be published sometimes. And yeah. then it takes an, uh, a couple months or even years to get translated to that language. Uh, you know, like there's so much that goes into it. So when you get an article, like the newest article, Dude, that study happened like two years ago. Yeah, always like this. That is a so, really, really cool perspective. Mm -hmm. Dude, um, how was that movement from Brazil to the US? Did you have a major challenge that you had to overcome or was it an easy transition for you? Because I've been living in, the, in Canada for four, almost five years now. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've had the, the immigrant challenges as well. Did you face any big challenge? Was it language? Was it culture? Was it meeting a girl like Holly now? Like, how was it? Um... Do you want me to talk about my college experience when I came to the U.S. or when I did my exchange program in Bermuda? No, no. Talk about, I think, I think the, the, the moving to, to, to the U.S. I think that's more, yeah, more right. like it. Yeah. Um, so that's the thing, bro. Like, I wanted to come to the U.S. You know, it mm -hmm. was my dream. It was what I wanted. I wanted to get out of Brazil. My, okay. The biggest motivation wasn't even like living in the U.S. was mm -hmm. getting out of Brazil. Right? Okay. Um, so I didn't care where I was going. I went to Ohio, dude. <laughs> like, like who goes to Ohio? I was, the <laughs> only, I was the only Brazilian in that university. I was the first Brazilian to ever uh, study in that university. No way. Yeah. It was small. <laughs> it was a small town, like farmland everywhere, like nothing to do. Um, snows like half the year. And ah, it's just, it just sucks. You know, like, I mean, I had a great experience. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And I think uh, everything that I lived there, you know, makes me the person that I am today. 100%. Um, but I don't think it was hard because I mean, yeah. Do you miss your family a little bit? Yeah. But I mm -hmm. was never a guy that needed my family by my side all the mm -hmm. time. I never mm -hmm. called them. I almost never called them on Skype or anything, mm -hmm. you know, like I didn't like when they called me because I just wanted to live my life. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's not that it's not that I don't love them, but they wanted to know everything that I was that I was doing. But I just wanted to live my life. I wanted to be independent. You know, mm -hmm. I, I wanted to like not having to say, hey, I'm going out today, mom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. no, it's my life now. And uh, I wasn't like doing anything wrong. Um, but you know, like after I started posting videos on YouTube, sh they stopped calling me so much because they were 
watching everything. Yeah. They were seeing everything that was going on in my life. So when I don't post stories on my Instagram, my mom asks, hey, does <laughs> What's anything, up? did anything happen? What's going on? My mom does the same thing, bro. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, um, it, it's just, it's just, it's just funny, but I mean, yeah, you have, you have challenges, but that's the thing. Like what I always say is when someone comes to the U S but they're looking for Brazil inside the U S they want to have their life that they have Dude, in Brazil. Like so they, they, they want to have the, the same life they have in Brazil, but in the U S you know, getting paid in dollar, going to Walmart, buying cheap things, like having the quality of life. But that's not the thing is another country. You're not in Brazil anymore. Everything is different. The food's going to be different. You know, the culture's going to be different. People are going to treat you differently. So you got to be ready for that stuff. This know? is a very good advice, man. Like this is yeah. super important for people to understand. I know it, it, it took me years to get to this uh, conclusion, yeah. you know, and to, and to be able to, to say it this way. But I think that's the best way to say, it. don't come to the U.S. thinking that you're going to live your life uh, that you used to live in Brazil. 100%. It's not going to happen. So come and know it's going to be hard. You're going to have to make new friends, dude. And don't try to just make Brazilian friends. Dude, immerse, <laughs> best immerse, advice ever. Right. Immerse yourself in the culture. You're here. Yeah. Like nobody invited you here, but you're here. So now learn the culture, learn the language, try, you know, if you don't try, it, it's going to feel like everybody's against you. It's going to feel that your life sucks because uh, you know, you miss your family and nobody cares about that. And nobody cares about your language. Nobody cares about your culture and what you used to do in Brazil. And it's true, you know, like uh, you, you came here. So it's your job to make sure that you're going to adapt. So, so just try your best, you know, and that's what I did. I came here. I knew the language. I, every day I study more. I try to learn better and better, you know, just make my English as perfect as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, I made American friends. I went to their house. I went to their parties. Uh, I try to understand their culture, their holidays, why they celebrate, what they celebrate, everything. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's the thing, you know, like, uh, some people are not going to care that you're from Brazil. They're not going to be asking, Hey, how's Brazil? How's this? How's yeah, that? Yeah. You know, that's how, that's the problem. People think that they're going to be the center of attention, you know, and sometimes that's, that's not how it's, that's not how it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I mean, it's cool to use that to make friends. People are going to be interested, but um, just, just make sure that you know that it's going to be hard and you're going to have to adapt. You have to adapt to them. They don't have to adapt to you. That is 100%. That is exactly like, it's very clear to me that you're someone that is very adapted to the culture because of, because of saying that, because a lot of people will be there a year and they'll be like complaining that things don't work out for them the way it should, but it's probably because they haven't realized that they have to work for it and not exactly. the other way around exactly. they come here and they're like oh my life is going to be better i'm going to live the american dream you yeah. know now i am the u.s so everything's going to be better now it's only better for people that work that go after it you know yeah. and if you if you like listen to stories that from people that came here and they made it bro their first year two years sucked sucked <laughs> they had to like work two three jobs uh, they had to live in like a small ass studio. Uh, everything just sucks, but they made it because they, they tried and they didn't try to like live their other life here. Very good, man. That is also cool. So 
you have all these things going on, right? YouTube, the yeah. podcast, the bodybuilding comp, mm-hmm. the competitions. Uh, so you do things that most people do them full time. You do all of them together. So in order to do, in order to do all that, uh, you must have a lot of discipline and focus. I, I'm assuming you have it. Um, is this something that you've learned to have, or is it something that you've always been? Um, I mean, to be completely honest, uh, when I was in high school, I was a shit person, bro. Not, not a shit person. Like I was a good person, but I was a shit student. Shit student. Okay. You know, because um, that's the thing. I didn't know what I wanted to do in my life. So I was like, why the hell am I learning this shit? Yeah. Why the hell am I learning history or just geography or whatever, right? Yeah. I didn't care. I didn't care. All I wanted to do is play online games, right? I was like, <laughs> dude, I was addicted to RPG online and I just <laughs> wanted to do that. So I would skip class all the time. I didn't give a fuck. And I was smart enough. Like I was smart enough to get That you could grades. go well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. To get good grades without being a good student, you know, yeah. without being that student that sits in the front of the class and uh, studies every day. I wasn't smart enough for that. So, I mean, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't disciplined, you know, uh, but I, I, I also didn't get the best results that I could, you know, um, mm-hmm. my life was being wasted. I was spending hours and hours playing a game mm-hmm. that didn't get me anywhere in life. Didn't make me better. I mean, it, it helped me learn a little bit of English, you know, if that helps, but, uh, it wasn't doing anything for me. You know, I was, I wasn't getting anything out of it, uh, but fun. Yeah. I feel like you gotta, you gotta have a balance. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, what happened is when I went to Bermuda, when I did my exchange program, that's, I, that's when I learned discipline, I think, because, uh, I feel like you, you learn to be disciplined when you become independent. Mm -hmm. And I was, I became independent, not by choice, just, I had to, I was Mm -hmm. living, different country uh i had to take the bus if anywhere i needed to go Mm -hmm. i didn't have my parents to drive me anywhere Mm -hmm. my my host parents wouldn't do that you know they they were busy they had their lives they loved me but they they had other things they could take me to parties when they could but like uh it it, like to school i used to take either the ferry or or the bus Mm -hmm. to my volleyball practice you know everything uh i needed to learn how to use my money because i i Rotary, which is the agency that did, would mm-hmm. give me an allowance. Mm-hmm. So I need to learn how to use my money, how to uh, spend it properly. Uh, I had to get good grades because if I didn't, I'll have to redo that year in Brazil. So I would oh. lose a year. I'll pretty much lose a year of my life. I didn't yeah. want to do that. I want to. I wanted to come back and finish high school like with my my class. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> So I, 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 you know, I just, I, I had to fold clothes to do laundry, to like iron my shit, like take care of my room, clean my bathroom. I, I had to do all those things like cook, um, get food, study, do better in school, be a good student, like don't get in trouble. I had to do all those things. Um, and I was only like 16 and, and I mm-hmm. was, I was never like that. But if I didn't do all that, I, I was the only one that's going to suffer the consequences, you mm-hmm. know? And I, then I learned that like, nobody's going to do it for you. If you mm-hmm. want something, you got to do it yourself. And if you don't do it, the only person that's going to be losing is you. Right. Dude. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, that's how I learned to like, you know, have more discipline. You know, I started going to the gym I, and I started learning, you know, if I want to get results, I got to work out harder. I got to come here every day. I got to take my weight protein and, and, you know, it, do my diet. Um, and, and I need to be dedicated like that. And when you start doing that and you start seeing all the accomplishments and all the rewards you're getting, 
you get addicted, you know, (laughs) because I never was recognized for anything that I did, you know, and now everybody was telling me how like smart I was, how uh, strong I was becoming in the gym, Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, you do so many things and that, that's cool, you know, getting that. So I, I just, I was doing that. And, and then when I came back to Brazil, I still didn't know what I wanted to do in my life. I didn't know what college I wanted to, to go like, I wanted to do physical education in Brazil, which is totally mm-hmm. different from the U.S. Mm-hmm. because I wanted to open a gym and I was in love with the sport. But mm-hmm. then I realized that in Brazil, you're not going to make any money with that. We're not going to have a stable career. It's going to be really hard. Mm-hmm. And my parents, my parents just talked me out of it pretty much. <laughs> All right. So I was thinking, I was like, fuck, what the hell am I going to do? I didn't <laughs> even try to get into college that year because I came back, had six months left of high school. And, and then apply for, for college. And I yeah. didn't even apply because I'm like, dude, fuck it. I don't know. I, I, I don't even like I lost half of the content from high school because. Yeah. The way because you were in up. the high school in the in Bermudas. Yeah. And, and it's totally different. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, I, I'm not even going to pass any tests right now. So yeah. I'm not, not going to bother. Right. Yeah. So I went to do that thing where they, they get you ready for, for the college exam. Mm-hmm. And while I was there. I was like, I realized I'm like, dude, my life is not here. Like I was, I was trying to see a future right in Brazil, like raising a family. Cause that was my dream getting married. I was like, bro, I'm never going to give the life that I had that my parents gave me to my kids. I, it's not going to happen. It's yeah. too hard here, man. Like, I mean, that <laughs> that's not a good way of thinking. You got to believe it, but I couldn't see it. I just, no, no, see I, the future. I, dude, I totally right? understand. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, I know English pretty well. I know I can do good in, in the in the exams for 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 you college in the US. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to get um uh, to get accepted scholarship scholarship ah scholarship <clears throat> yeah I, I'm like I'm gonna try to get a scholarship. I'm gonna yeah. try to get accepted in as many colleges as possible and mm-hmm. go to the cheapest one. I don't give mm-hmm. a fuck where it is. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go to the cheapest one mm-hmm. and fuck it. I'm gonna <laughs> leave. I'm gonna leave this place. Yeah. Right? Uh, so I talked to my parents. They they weren't a fan of the idea at first because, okay. you know, like they were going to lose their son for good this time for four yeah. years, at least four years. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, uh, and, and then I decided, I just put that in my head. I'm like, I'm going to the U S mm-hmm. not this good. Like it's just, it's going to happen. And yeah. my parents were like, you got to have a plan B. You got to still study and try college here. You can't just put all your like, you know, eggs in one basket. Let's yeah. Say. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I literally like, I, I would go to this place that they were training you for college and stuff. Uh-huh. And I would not pay attention to any classes. I would take my own books uh, for SAT and all this, the tests yeah, that they do the here in the US. Uh-huh. I, was, I, was, I, I would study that. I would read books in English. I would just do that, right? I, I would do all the English part in the, um, in the books that they have for, for, that, for, for Brazil. Mm-hmm. And I would, just, I would just do that, right? Mm-hmm. And I literally came back one day and said to my dad, I'm like, you're wasting your money. Like your money is going to the trash. I mm-hmm. am, I'm going there, but I'm not paying attention. I'm studying other things and you, I'm sleeping when I can. Like I, <laughs> I'm taking naps in classes. The professors hate me. Everybody like people just think I'm the laziest piece of shit. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm not paying attention. I'm not doing anything. I'm not taking any notes. You know, yeah. like I got in trouble in that place many times. I got mm-hmm. like, um, I got, uh, how do you say it? Like, you can say you got, 
Like kicked what? out of class. Kicked out of class. Oh man. Yeah, I got I got I got, I got kicked out many times because I was sleeping or whatever. Um, and I told them I'm like, I I, I my par- my parents are making me come here, but I just I I have different plans, you know. Yeah. And and then I did it. I I got into the colleges I I wanted, and I made it I made I made it happen. And then I came to the U.S. Dude, insane story. Mm-hmm. Um, that is that is. absolutely cool because uh, one thing that you did that you did completely right and that I made the mistake when I was that age is I went to university and you were able to just go ahead and go straight to to university in the US which was a really really smart idea did you did you actually get the the scholarship yeah yeah I got I got it it was not it was not like a crazy amount of money Uh because it's based on my high school uh you know, history and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't a good student, like I said, but mm-hmm. I, I, I still got it. And, uh, and after a couple of years in college, I got the RA position. So mm-hmm. I didn't have to pay for room or board, which is mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, where you live and when and what mm-hmm. you eat, like mm-hmm. just, just, just food and um, housing. You know, yeah. I didn't have to pay for any of that. That's so cool. Dude. Okay. Last two questions and I'm going to leave you out. First one. How does it feel to be able to work out with some like legends like Sarginha or Big Ramy? Like, how does it feel to be able to work out with these guys? Dude, it's it's amazing. Like, I never imagined that that was gonna happen. You know, like uh, when you just uh, love the sport and you you watch all their videos, you look up to them. You're like, those are the best guys. You know, and and now I like I'm friends with them. You know, <laughs> yeah. and it's crazy. Like we talk, we message each other, we work out, and sometimes I I I don't even realize it. You know, like dude, I, like look who I'm talking to. Yeah, because now they're they're my friends, and and it's just normal. You know, like I, and and it's what I what I say. You got to surround yourself with people that are gonna like make you a better person that have like common goals uh, and all that kind of stuff. And like all my friends are like that. They're the best in what they do, you know? So like, that's, that's what I want to be surrounded by. Insane. Dude, last question. I think that's also a really good question that I usually ask people that have accomplished a lot. Um, If you could go back in time now and talk to Kyle from the past, is there something you would tell him? Like he need to he needed to know. If I need to tell my past your, self, yeah, your own self in the past. Tell what? If you could give him advice, something that you think okay. he, you should tell him. Okay, let me think about it. That's a hard question. I, I asked <laughs> that question. I asked that question to other people, but like, I don't even know. Um, what what I would say, but I just I just feel like I, I I would just say like don't don't wait for anybody, don't expect anything out of anybody, um, just just do you, you know, like just saying if you want something, just go after it because nobody is gonna cheer for you, nobody's gonna uh, want you to succeed, and nobody is gonna just help you. You know, mm-hmm. of course, that's not a hundred percent true. There are people in your life that are going to help you, but don't expect that. Don't expect that. Oh, that guy's going to help me. So I'm going to get what I want. Yeah. Like do it. Just, just go, just work, 
and make it happen yourself. And, you know, along the way, people are going are gonna to help you. But if you don't take the first step, if you wait for something to happen, it's just never going to happen. Dude, so good. All right, man. Thank you so much for taking your time and coming here today. I'm, I really appreciate it. Um, and just letting everyone know, you guys can sign up for Universidade Maromba. It's open, right? Yeah, it's open, man. Yeah, all right. So you guys should sign up for Universidade Maromba. Check him out. Caio Botura on YouTube, on Instagram. This guy's a fucking beast. And dude, thank you so much for coming. You're awesome. And yeah, have a, have a great day over there in Florida, dude. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate the invite. Uh, it's been a pleasure. I love speaking English. I love recording podcasts. So anytime you want me back, uh, I mean, I'm open. See you soon, man. Take care. See ya. See you, bro. Bye-bye.